0: Welcome to the Bartender Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Haley, and we are here from the Pool Room Studios at the Bonneview Mansion. I'm so happy to be back in our regular studios after episode and episode in a row of being on remote. Now, I am sad that I don't have my fantastic co-host here with me today. He is back in Pittsburgh, Kansas. He's feeling a little ornery, but but we're going to power through another great episode. And I don't know how, Mike, but we're going back to Australia. I didn't. I didn't think that was going to happen so quickly, but I'm really excited about it. How you doing, buddy?
1: Oh, I'm doing just fantastic. Yeah. It's good to see you. I wish I was there in the pool room studio. Yeah, me
0: too. And, and uh, I, I would describe you right now as peachy, or cheeky, or prickly. Yeah. One of the three. I don't know which one yet. <laughs> um, but but always happy to see your smiling face, even if it is uh, you know, albeit virtually. Um, so what's new, buddy? Let's get right into it. Mm.
1: So okay, so quick update from pittsburgh i am by i just bought a new cabin we're gonna be moving up to the hill but i i say that only as a segue uh to say something else about the hill anybody who listened to the annie gladbach episode number six uh we started off talking about this skunk that was out poking around my chicken coop i think you might remember that
0: oh yeah yeah of
1: course so that's skunk... did you tell me... Hold on. did you tell me a guest, like, shot the skunk or... Whoa!
0: But oh, no I'm fuck, sorry. Man. My bad. You're just going to
1: blow up my spot. I'm telling a story sorry, here. spoiler Jesus spoiler. Christ. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you, you can't ask uh, that, me a leading question like you gotta that. You got to let me... You got to let me... I'm leading that's, into it. No, what you're doing skunk, is leading the he, witness, you know? You can't set me up like that. The, the skunk kind of became a, like, staple at the hill. Like, it got really comfortable with me, and it would just kind of, like, walk around... Out in the day, through the yard, and, like, at one point I walked up and it was walking around my feet. Didn't care. It was kind of, it was kind of You're the
0: type of guy who has a skunk as a pet, let's just say it. I mean, it was like a second cat for you.
1: Yeah, and we even would tell our guests, like, hey, by the way, there's a friendly little neighborhood skunk running around, so just pay it no mind and it'll leave you alone. Well, we had some people come and stay out on the property one weekend, and they messaged us one day and they're like, hey, we just want to let you know that we shot that skunk. (laughs) Fucking... They fucking shot the skunk for no reason. I didn't mean to kill your story, but I, I'm, no, I'm actually fine. glad
0: you brought this up because I, <laughs> ever since you told me this story, a couple things have been whirling around in my brain. A, who brings a weapon to an Airbnb? Seriously, who brings their own firearm to an Airbnb? Number two, message to all Airbnb renters out there, make sure you have it on your policy, no firearms.
1: Well, that's the thing, though. We actually have a shooting range on the property. Oh, well, there you go. And guests are, guess, you know, they have to, you know, sign up for it, but they're able to go and use the shooting range. We actually had a, an NPR reporter from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, they were coming down to get away from the fireworks in Omaha, I guess, during the fourth weekend. And uh, they messaged Justin. They were like, "Yeah, we're really excited to come down and try a gun.
0: <laughs> try a gun.
1: <laughs> try a gun." So Justin taught him how to shoot one. There, day. There's something <laughs> so.
0: about uh, there's something about the fact that they're an NPR reporter trying a gun. Yeah, and I know. It's just such a great oxymoron.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, Mike. Exactly. Mike, so anyway, Mike, that's a great I, story. I just ha- I just ha- well, it's not. It's sad that poor little skunk. I was kind of sad to see it go. So I just had to give the skunk you an know homage. little little uh. Yeah, exactly. But uh, additionally, something fun on, that Steve and I have been putting together. Hold on before but... you
0: get on to that, before you spoil our other big news that I've, you know, obviously I spoiled your story. You're going to spoil the news. Let's have a moment of silence for the skunk. And we're back. So what were you talking about? There?
1: <laughs> Some of our new big news. Um,
0: Tell the people. Yeah.
1: So th- thanks, for thanks everybody for listening along. Hey, thanks for everybody who played along with our little uh, our little merch giveaway. That was a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Um, but. We've got something that everybody can indulge in if you like. Uh, Steve and I have been putting together because, you know, honestly, man, since we've been doing this, I've, it's made me really miss bartending a lot. Yeah. Like, and I've been like, you know, I wonder if, if I can find like a, a gig where I can just bartend every now and then because I, I travel so much for work that it's hard to do it. Um,
0: hard to have a consistent schedule. I,
1: Yeah, exactly. But so I've been thinking like what it would be like if you know, what kind of bar you and I would run and you know what what you know, the atmosphere would be like. And also most importantly, for me, you know, what would be on the jukebox. So we've created a little playlist on Spotify called uh, BRP jukebox. And uh, yeah, it's basically just all the songs that we would want on our dream jukebox and our dream bar. So we'll post it, but check it out on Spotify. Honestly, if you can't find something on that playlist that you like, you need to go to the doctor and have your ears checked. Well, listen, you know,
0: know, Mike, I was listening to the BRP Jukebox this week that I got to have, I got to put a hand together here for Mike. He's a hundred percent responsible for this. I am not the musically inclined one. Um, as far as just like knowing like an enormous catalog, Mike is so gifted with that. And, you know, I was listening earlier this week and I said to myself, you know what, this is like dive bar music, only good songs. That's a, I feel like that's what makes a dive bar. The place smells like shit. It is shit. The drinks are cheap. You know, the bartenders are mean, but guess what? The music is fucking good. You know what I mean?
1: It also just depends, too. It's, I was trying to set it up for any kind of situation because it goes from, like, Patsy Klein to Pantera at the drop of love a hat, so just be prepared. Yeah.
0: I, I got to I gotta think that if Patsy Klein could be front row at a Pantera concert, she'd be taking her top <laughs> off, so, you know, I'm sure she'd have <laughs> a good time. Don't you, don't you talk about now, Patsy like one that. One <laughs> more shameless plug before we get into this amazing episode with uh, a, a guy that has been shooting up my rankings of my favorite bartenders and somebody that I have fallen in love with as a dear, dear friend. I mean, he's a beautiful man and a gift to the United States, and you'll understand why I say that in just a few minutes. But before we get to that, one more shameless plug. Guys, as Mike said, if you did t-shirt trivia last week, which was a ton of fun, we had a bunch of guests win free Team Ranch and Team Blue Cheese t-shirts. That is not the end of the merch. In fact, we just did that contest because we are launching our merch site this week. Mike and I you know, have have been slaving away on this pod. It's a labor of love. We absolutely have a blast doing it. And we are trying to get a little bit more legit for you guys. We want to give you great content. We want to give you great merch. We want to give you great music on on the BRP jukebox. So we're going to have more information on our social feeds. That's uh, the BRP Drink Along on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Make sure you're paying attention because our merch site is going live in the next week which is really really exciting we're working with Prodigy DCG we're working with uh, Rachel Campaneschi who's one of our really really talented graphic designers Campo Graphic Designs if you're if you're out there and you're working on anything and you're looking for some some great digital content she is so talented and she's been great working with us so we are really excited um, to get that launched and get all of our really cool designs including the best shirt that we have coming the, uh, the, the shirt that Mike has been waiting for the, I'm going to burn this podcast to the ground shirt. They are coming. It's a, a blacked out photo of Mike right on your shirt with with this amazing tagline. And so make sure you're paying attention. We're going to have discounts for some of our, um, some of our regulars. And obviously we, we, you know, the, we have the t-shirt giveaway from last week that we're going to be handing out, but I'm going to shut up. I've been too long winded. Let's get into the show. Mike, what do you say?
1: It sounds like a good yeah. thing. Yeah, I need a dr- I need a fucking drink. Me too,
0: man. <laughs> it's been a fucking day, and I I can't even tell you. So without further ado, here is Val and the Foster's fucking oil cans. All right, y'all. We are here with Val, who works with me at Das Beer Hall, and he is uh, joining us all the way, originally from Australia. Um, and he has, uh, brought Foster's Oil Cans, of course, the official, you know, I think it's like, uh, Australia's gift to America other than Val. How you doing today, Val? Good, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast, man. I'm so excited to have you on here. Um, why <laughs> did you finally break? And, uh, uh, I, can- I didn't yeah. think I was ever gonna convince you to actually do this.
2: Oh, uh, you kept harassing me every Friday night. and just, <laughs> I was like, I to, um, I had to, you're such a good dude. We got along Wow. <laughs> Um just made my decision easy.
0: Hey, I want you to know that, that uh the listeners are like 12, 13 episodes in, so they know I'm not a good mm-hmm. dude. So Well to I, me I, to me you are a good dude. Oh, that's to very me. kind. And I appreciate I appreciate Val setting me up there, but they can see right <laughs> through this bullshit and I know Michael can too.
1: So <laughs> Well yeah, what when you said he just kept rascally, I was like, How many girlfriends have said the same thing to me about you? Unbelievable. You know, it's just what it's just a good no, technique. No, but it's, it's the it truth.
0: It's the truth. Every time I would see Val, I'm like, listen, man, you gotta come on the pod and he would go He's like, I'm new to ball tending, mate. I, you know, I can't. And I'm, look, I'm not to... <laughs> I gotta stop. I gotta stop. Not he's not. No, he's right. I do have to stop because what's gonna happen is, if if this ever make <laughs> if this pod ever makes it to Australia, they're gonna hate me. They're gonna love you and Val, and that's fine. But I do not want to insult the people, so that's officially the last time on this pod. Unless I get too drunk, then I'm gonna do do an Australian yeah, we'll accent. So Val, I'm so happy you came on, man, because you. I I have to say it. Like, I have rarely met somebody with such a great attitude unbelievable work ethic. Like, you are a joy to be around. I really mean that because when we are in the pipes together, especially when it's busy, I look at you and you make some stupid joke or you have a smile on your face and you bring so much levity to the situation. So, I, man, I, I was so excited to have you on here because I think that you're going to take this like a fish to water. You're meant for this pod. Well, we'll see how we go. Don't talk me up too much. I'm not, look, look. The point of this you, pod is there's no right or wrong answer, baby. You uh, know? Your standard standard's pretty high now. Nah, 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 nah. Look, the, the spirit of the pod is just uh, a good attitude and a, and a good beer. So, before we get into it, why don't you tell us a little bit about what we're drinking.
2: It's just a Foster's Lager. Um, Australia used it a fair bit for advertising in the early 1980s. Um, to be honest, I've never seen one in Australia before. Really? <laughs> until I came to America. I didn't know <laughs> It's obviously made in America. Um, so, That's my, crazy. my bar does, obviously, Scotty, our owner... Um, Made a little joke and put the beer in the menu, and um, just for you, just uh, just for me. And he uh, on the menu wrote uh, Foster's Australian beer for Val. Oh, that's nice. So it was very sweet. <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm saying, guys? It's
0: not just me. Everybody's in love. And Everybody. some people just buy it just for the heck of it,
2: and most of them don't finish it. <laughs> it gets too warm by the time they hit the, the bottom. But the,
0: the truth. It-
1: yeah, I just I was gonna say I love I love the uh, oil can because. When I was back in Baltimore, I'd get a uh, 40 at Natty bow. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's it's super convenient. I don't have to keep cracking, you know, beer cans. you know cans. what
0: the oil, the oil can, Um, the reason I love it so much is actually, Val, Val just pointed out a really interesting thing. A lot of American drinkers are kind of lame when it comes to drinking beer. They drink it too slow. They let it get warm. And then they complain about it. And so the oil can's not quite for them. I drink like a fish when it comes to drinking beer. Like, I drink very quickly. And so I... Per- The oil can's great for me. I don't have to go back up to the bar to get another drink, so I absolutely love it. Um, The other reason I love it is it makes me feel like a like a little like like almost like a baby, like a toddler (laughs) who's getting drunk because the can's so big for my hand. It's nice. I get to feel like a little five-year-old who's, who's about to go out for recess and have an oil can. And the other, the other good thing about it is
2: not many cans are like this. So yeah. it's just good to hold something different. Mm. It's, it's, it's all- on the generic, long and skinny
0: ones. Yeah, though. plus the con- it's almost like a conversation starter. You come walking around a bar with this big fat can, you know, yeah. people are like, what the hell is that? It's it's always a good way to kind of get things sparked. So Val, why don't you crack those up and for us. Let's get right into them. All right. Oh. One for you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You're too kind. All right, uh, cheers, boys.
2: Cheers, guys. Cheers, Mike. Cheers. Before
0: we get into to the episode, what do they say in Australia? Do they say cheers? Cheers. Okay, there's no... no
2: are there, is there other... I'm trying to change it, but every time... I'm trying to act as much American as I can, but as soon as I say cheers, yeah, I ruin it.
0: What are you trying to change it to? Do you have like a stock American... Uh... I say,
2: how you doing? And that's all I can say. <laughs> I can't <laughs> to save a life. I cannot do an American accent except that the New York.
0: Well, I New can't York do York. an Australian accent, so it's you know it's uh, we're in good company.
1: Is there any? Hey, be- quick quick question for you. Sorry Not to clear. mean to interrupt. Uh, wh- whenever you came here, did you find uh, like American women with American accents? Uh, or, yeah, did you find that attractive?
0: Well, you have to understand, when Val came to the states, yeah. he was happily entangled, and he's and he still is.
1: You can still find something attractive, even if you don't pursue it. So,
2: me and my fiancé, beautiful girl, um, she goes by G, um, we met nearly six years ago in Australia. So, when I first met, I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Was her accent her, sexy to you? Yeah, because it was so different to me. Because, yeah. to be honest, it's a 24-hour flight to Australia. By the time you get to LA, six hours, and then you got 13 to 14 hours to Sydney, and then you got a couple of hours, depending what stat you go to. So
0: where you where are you precise? I'm from
2: uh, South Australia, a town a city called Adelaide. It's Adelaide. Hey, shout
0: out to Adelaide for for it's such a Put Adelaide power. That's right, we're putting <laughs> such a great fucking human being on this planet Earth. You know, Mike, I thought the drive to Pittsburgh, Kansas was shitty 19 hours in a fucking car with you and Justin, but...
1: I, well, that's because you were with me. That's what, why it seems yeah, so terrible. Yeah, because <laughs> tw- you
0: complained 20 out of the 19 hours. It was yeah, crazy. and
1: how many hours did you drive on that trip? I or asked, I five? asked, but you, you kept sitting there
0: eating your <laughs> boiling peanuts, so, fucking stewing <laughs> in your shit up in the so, front of the car. So,
1: so something I think we need to clarify, that uh, the girl that you you were talking about, uh, she was... And a foreign exchange student, right? She was. So she she did have an American. Accent. She did.
2: She'd only been in Australia for three months, I believe, um, give okay. or take a couple of weeks.
1: Um, and
2: she went there for a holiday slash uni visa. So, and she was actually a different state, but she wanted to go shark diving in South Australia, a town called Port Lincoln. Big great white sharks there. Like she's very adventurous. Um, you pay. A lot of money just to go in a cage and go shark diving. Mm-hmm. Pretty scary. I yeah, I've always wanted to do that. So it's yeah. so
1: metal, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fucking <She's> very cool. <laughs> adventurous.
2: She's done all skydiving and all that, and um, I like to be in control.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's that's why opposites attract. It sounded yeah, exactly, like love yeah. struck, so that's, that's exactly.
2: Cool. And then um, she the weather was uh, pretty bad, and it's like it's like a fishing charter. If you like, you go there, you pay the money, you don't see anything. You would lose your money. You know what I mean, so you have to mm-hmm. have good weather. You look at the how the weather is for that day, and then decided mm-hmm. to be a bad weather, and um, yeah, and then we met in the bar in Australia, in yeah. South Australia. Mm. Yeah, it was like a Memorial Day, which is called Anzac Day in Australia, um, and I was a soldier in um, Australian Army. So okay, so, yeah, so
0: he's celebrating Memorial Day with him and his army buddies, and she's at this bar, and. Tell me that there's not a time where you have served as a man when you are a military veteran on a military holiday and you see a pretty girl in a bar. The only thing that could make <laughs> that worse is if she has a shark story. Oh, wait, shit. She
3: does.
0: <laughs> 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 she can top you with that. But, no, that uh, dude, I think that's so cool. And I can't say it enough. Like, I'm super excited to meet you one day. I, I can't believe I haven't yet. I'm sure you will. Um, but I, I the first thing I'm going to do is thank her for sticking Cupid's arrow in in you and bringing you over here because you've been a ton of fun, man. (laughs) All right, we always start the show the same way, all right? We call it, are you familiar with LinkedIn?
2: I've heard of it, yeah. Right,
0: right. So LinkedIn is where everybody's trying to go and flex about their professional career. And honest to God, people are showing off. It's basically like bougie Facebook for people that are trying to make money, and it's kind of annoying. But on this show, we do the Drinkton. And, okay. and that's really just, I want to hear about your experience in the service industry, how'd you get into it, you know, kind of the extent of your experience and where, where you work now. Now, I know you're kind of new to the business, which I think is cool. We've had a lot of different bartenders on here with different levels of experience. Tell me, um, you know, what, what's, how'd you really get into the business and how have you liked it? Um,
2: so, I, so, I'll start from the bottom. Um, I've just been to America probably two weeks. Uh, I went out in town. Uh, I met a guy. He heard my accent. He goes, "Hey, um, do you play Australian football?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." And he's like, <laughs> "He was he was blind, blind." Uh, blind is another term for really drunk. In Australia. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> okay, I Let's actually thought this was a oh, blind guy. But no, what? he was not blind. <laughs> he was a good dude. Um, anyway, he goes to me, "Hey, we've got a team." I'm like, "Oh, well, that's is this how- Marky Mark?" No, no, this is another guy. Oh, okay, this sorry. is leading to Mark. Sorry. Um. But yeah, he's like, gives me his number, he was blind as shit, like, <laughs> so drunk, so drunk. Mike, and,
0: like, I, Mike and I have been blind as shit
2: on yeah. this podcast, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, he, so. was, he was going to me, he's like, he gave me his number, I'm like, yeah, yeah, and then he's like, I'll text you in the morning, I'm like, no way, this guy's getting up at 9am. <laughs> um, I got, he got a text, he's like, come to this uh, Patterson Park, um, we, uh, we're going to go for a kick, and there was a few Australian guys and a few Americans. And um, Mark was one of the guys, so I got welcomed uh, to this football club, which is the Baltimore Dockers. It's an Australian rules football league. Yeah. So we play around uh, different cities in America. Like this week, we're playing against New York, uh, uh, DC, and Philly. That's awesome. And then we we travel all around. We've been to Sarasota, we've been to... Holy shit, I didn't know it was that extensive. Yeah, I believe it's about 40-odd teams and, the, and we're, we're talking about soccer, right? No, no, no. Uh, no! Nah, you just insulted me. I'm yeah, not. don't do <laughs> that. I'm, I'm,
0: can you explain to the people? Because, uh, listen, it's so just, hold on. Before you go on, you need to understand, and I love Mike to death. Mike is not a sports ball person. Even if I yeah. was a sports I, I can person. Say, I can say. He looks Mike, oh, what
1: m- the fuck m- is that supposed to be? No, <laughs> he's like a beautiful m-
0: man, <laughs> and he loves to do, like, martial arts and Krav Maga and whatever other shit like that. But he does not, look, he's not a sports ball person. And so, like, he doesn't know, like, if I asked him who's Derek Jeter, he's not going to know who I know who the fuck Derek Jeter is. Bullshit, eyes. you don't. Bullshit, you yes, don't. Yes, I did.
1: He gave, he, never mind. Uh, but, right. you know, you said, uh, you. the reason I asked is because you said Australian football. Okay, yeah. so right there, that tipped me off that that's I'm thinking, spe- is it rugby? Is it soccer? No, like, it's a
0: specific sport it's a, that's its own, but I'm going to let Val tell you about it because he, he can, ex- I don't know it's shit It's actually it. pretty
2: hard to explain because it's a mixture of a few different sports. Like um, there is um, 22 on the team. 22, 22 players 22 each players each team at each a time. team, so four on a bench, um, so 18 on each team, so 36. It's an oval-shaped with uh, four goalposts.
0: Wait, so it's not, a, it's not square? No, no, no it's ranking. about,
2: I don't know in, uh, in regards to... How um, big it is. How big we've, because um, I'm used to meters. Okay. Uh, it's about probably 400 meters around, which is probably Holy shit. So this is a big, big oval. yards? I don't know, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a big, because so there's a lot of players in the field. Gotcha. So, um, and there's four goalposts on each side. Two
1: big ones and two small ones. Okay. So, it so it's kind of it's, So far, it's kind of like Quidditch. So far,
2: <laughs> no, and, and, and you're right. It is it's a bit of lacrosse, a bit of really? basketball.
1: Okay.
0: You got a bounce the ball when you're running. Um, so what, what? What is the predominant sport that if like an American saw this on the TV, they'd be like, "Oh, that's blank." They would people rug- to
2: rugby. People think it's rugby, but the only thing with rugby is is the tackling. Really, uh, attacking because so so I know rugby, so yeah. I know in
0: rugby you can only really you can advance the ball by carrying it, but you can only pass, pass the ball by pitching it backwards, exactly. right? So that's like the key, or by punting, right. right, and then going to where the ball is having a scrum and and, exactly. and, having, and having that entire situation. So what's the difference specifically with Australian rugby in advancing the ball and scoring? Because I right. think that would, you have to understand with Americans all we give a fuck about is offense okay, for offense some reason. Too. We don't, we don't care about the blood and guts and, and effort that goes into defense. We want to talk about points, baby. Points. So tell the people how they pass and score in advance. Okay, so um, the aim of a game
2: is to get the ball through a big sticks, right? Three. So there's four sticks and yep, two big ones. It's bumps. six points. Cool. So if you get a goal through there, it's uh, six points, and then the ball retreats back to the uh, middle. It's another jump ball. So you've got two Ruckmans, you've got midfielders, and you've got forwards and, and backliners. Okay. Defenders. Um, but if you miss, if you kick it behind, then the defending team has to get it all the way to the other side. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you get it through for big goals, it's like a break. You go back in the middle.
0: Oh, wow. So that actually like re-sparks the restarts. It action. restarts,
2: yeah. That's kind of cool. But it's, it's non-stop. It's four times 20 minute quarters and it's pretty bro- pretty. Damn, brutal. that's a hell of a game. It's, it's, you got to
0: get pretty beat up, though.
2: You have to. Yeah, you're pretty, yeah. I'm already sore from... We played Saturday. I already got few um what's bruises. the worst
0: what's the worst injury you ever took uh, i broke my
2: scaphoid and uh, that was a two day that scaphoid is a bone oh, in, in, in your wrist between your wrist and your thumb yeah holy yeah. shit so i was uh, and still hurts when it's cold because it's such a bad <laughs> brain, such Fair. a bad brain to me i
0: love injuries that i love just uh, i love the idea of getting old and their injuries that just hurt when it's bad weather my and ankle has been i don't know if this if, if the here i'm gonna put it I don't know if my ankle is going to get picked up on the pod, but that's my ankle cracking from all the times I rolled it playing basketball. And anytime it gets too humid, it, it, it feels like my fucking ankle is going to split in two. See, all right.
1: but what what he just described—that was—that's obscure for most people. All right, You give me yeah. shit about not knowing anything about sports. I think you just learned something. All right.
0: No, actually, look, Val has been trying to recruit me for yeah. his Australian rugby team, and I really do want to play. But as don't you...
2: say rugby, mate. You get
0: big. See, Australian rugby. Yeah. Oh my Can't god. Even, yeah. Oh my Jesus god. Christ. Yeah. I'd rather hear soccer thing. than rugby. <laughs> more <laughs> closer than you. Are. Australian football. Yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. I meant. I'm sorry. See, that's what I'm saying.
1: So give me a little bit of credit. I know who Derek Jeter is. He's the I'm guy not... who gave Jessica Alba herpes. All right.
0: I don't think it was Jessica Alba. was it? I'm nah, sure it was multiple people,
1: sweet. but I'm pretty sure it was Jessica Alba too. Anyway,
0: the point is, Mike, I was just giving you a hard time because I knew right when you said that. Oh, it's like soccer. I knew that right I didn't when you say- said All right, yeah. All right. Yeah, you right. did. You tried to do a little accent. I heard it. I heard I it. Don't, don't even try that. We're so going to rewind bullshit. it. Anybody listening right now, anybody listening right now, hit that rewind 30-second button a couple times and listen to Mike give that little shitty accent. I heard it. Actually, I'm probably lying, but it's okay. Um, so that's cool, man. So you obviously that's how that's what got you to Mark. Uh, Mark, uh, who's actually going to be coming on the pod. Yeah, Mark. We're he's super a, excited to have him on here. So Mark, Mark is one of our. Um, he's a silent partner in DOS. Uh, he also bartends there. I guess he's not really a silent partner. He's a partner in the in the bar that uh, Val and I work at. So it sounds like you start playing on the team. You met Va- uh, you met Mark, and then what? He just said, "Hey, we're hiring." We're hiring. He actually
2: uh, just said, "Hey, come out. Uh, let's try." Travis Bar workout. Yeah, um, and I go. I came in for a shift, and I met um, Mike. Yeah, sorry, Andrew Pip and Mike yeah. at the time, and then met Scotty. And I did a few shifts, and I and got, that was
0: your first ever bartending serving. You know, I've never done that before in my life. Yeah, were, were you scared? Were you nervous? I was a bit
2: nervous, but I was. I'm a guy that's. Uh, I'm not ashamed I'm happy to ask questions yeah. you, as you know I've asked yeah. you simple questions and I, how to make a simple drink
0: I've found you to be a very resourceful individual I've seen I've seen a lot of, of bartenders and servers in my many years in this business and maybe Mike I kind of want to get your opinion on this too where you see them approach a problem and they break down right they can't ask for help they can't figure it out on their own. And that you know, we always we always talk about how this business is for everybody, but this business is really not for people that have a bad sense of humor, okay, that can't mm-hmm. take a joke. And this business is not for people that don't want to work hard or find a creative way to solve a problem. And and if you're too proud to go to another bartender and ask, then you're not bar you're not bartending. My first yeah. two bartending yeah. jobs, I lied. I, I said I had all the experience in the world. I had no idea what I was doing. And anytime I had a drink Sent to me that I didn't know how to make. I ran over. I was like, "Yo, Carrie, do you know how to make this? Yo, John, do you know how to make this? Right?" And, and yeah, that's, that's how I,
1: that's how I got so good at a lot of my drinks was learning from people who had been doing it way longer than me. Absolutely, man.
0: And, and and dude, you have become a fan favorite. Like, I'm not sitting here blowing smoke. Like, it has really gotten to a point where you you are you are legitimately one of the reasons we make a lot of money. People come there for your personality, how you serve them. So. Yeah, you know, how long have you been doing it? So I don't even know exactly oh, so actually, when you started. Actually, so
2: it's a bit, I got hired just about two months before COVID hit. So Really? it was a bit harder to start off with because when we started doing takeout drinks and that, but I just got so comfortable. With, working at Dust. is like, it's a family. Everyone's, yeah. Everyone just gels well, so well together. Uh, everyone has a joke. We take our job seriously, but we also we around. Have a, lot. have a lot of fun. Um, and... I've just noticed the community it just gets so many regulars in and out. Like they know me by name, know what I do. It's pretty amazing. It's, it's, it's such a good, um, such a good community where yeah. we work.
0: I told you the other night I've been working in this business 17 years and of all the places I've worked, maybe, maybe <laughs> two or three have given me an experience like this. Seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, this place, the owners care, they're in the pipes with you, the crew is great, um, the, you know, we make money, a lot of our regulars are great. It's a fun atmosphere. You don't get a bar that hits 10 out of 10 like that all the time. I mean, that is so rare, and so I think we're really in a blessed place. Before we move on to the questions, because mm-hmm. you know, our big section of this pod is called The Gauntlet. We're going to put you through The Big Gauntlet. Oh, here we go. Um, what, do you, what do you think is your favorite thing about bartending?
2: I think just meeting uh, all different types of people. Like you got, you got some crazy people. Some, I don't like judging people. But you just you just meet some awesome people and through connecting, through um, just a different types of people and uh, what they do for like hearing the stories and yeah
0: people open um you know what what's the Mike what's the uh, famous phrase There's two people in the community that know all the secrets the barbers and the bartenders.
1: Mm-hmm. something right? something to that effect
0: you know that's the thing man like you, you, you don't just meet everybody they open up their lives to you because they mm-hmm. come in and they cut loose yeah
2: and it's the good thing about this is like you talk to people and you're like oh yeah they're not going to remember but then the next day they like talk about it or remind you or ask you questions like how's Italy or how's your trip like they the customers are very loyal like, they, they come, listen to you yeah. yeah and they come to Canada care- and I've got customers that have come and given me gifts like a guy went to Australia and he brought me some um, uh, apple crumby, like, um, violet crumbles, like
0: a chocolate bar. It's like so, a, like an Australian... Yeah, it's an Australian uh, bar, and he, okay. he
2: went and he brought it up, he of me, so he brought some of dust, and he started giving them out to people. That's awesome. So, it's stuff like that. You know I mean, small things, but... And um, just been some...
0: I've met some bizarre people. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's um, entertaining. It's touching. touching, yeah. You, you, make, you make great friends. It's cool. You know, you get to be on podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's great things about the bar industry. So that's awesome, man. And, and again, I like the perspective of somebody that is kind of new to the business. I think that's going to be cool for some of our listeners, especially you listeners out here are thinking about testing this business. Maybe you're younger. Maybe you just lost your job. Maybe you're coming out of COVID and you don't know what to do for work. Look, this business is not easy. But there are some redeeming qualities to it. So, you know, you got some perspective tonight uh, from a bartender that we're about to put through the motherfucking gauntlet, the ringer, um, who's a little new to the business. So it's going to be, I think, an interesting perspective. So, Mm -hmm. Val, thank you. That's the awesome, uh, awesome background uh, on on your drink. And without further ado, we're going to hop into the gauntlet. All right, Val. You have made it to the gauntlet. This is our top ten. Mike and I have painstakingly worked through these top ten questions, and we have, uh, you know, we started with what, like fifty? What do you think, Mike? You know, I like think that? it was
1: six hundred at one point.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy, and and we had to we had to whittle it down. It was Mike and I drinking fucking moonshine on a, on an old deck at the hill just whittling it down to these top 10 questions. We found these to be the most universal questions for all of our service industry people. So we're going to put you through this. I hope you survive. You're a strong kid. You know, you've been in the army. I believe in you. I believe in you. Thank so, you. all right, question number one, pet peeves and misconceptions. So this is really about, I know you've just been in the business only for a, a year or two. Do you have any pet peeves about customers or just the service industry in general?
2: Yeah, I've got one. So um, we've got, as you know, we've got a lot of craft beers, a lot of good yeah, beers yeah. in Australia. And in the Dust Beer Hall, sorry. Um, and I've, got, I've had so many customers try three or four different beers, IPAs or Sours, and like, I'm happy to help them, right? Yeah. Like, it's our job. And, um, but then you do that, you give them four or five different beers, and they're like, yeah, I'll have a Miller Lite.
1: <laughs> you mean the, they're they're doing the samples, yeah, right? Samples, yeah. They're asking you for a sample, and right? And they come back the and like, oh, give me
2: a couple
0: of minutes. I'm like, okay,
1: and they're like Miller Lite. <laughs>
0: Can I ask a follow- so so what what is it that pisses you off about the the fact that they got you running back and forth? Oh, it's
2: not just I'm like you you know the difference between a craft beer and a, like you
0: a were always beer. getting a Miller Lite. Yeah, yeah. Right. They were yeah. always going to get a Miller Lite. They just wanted to like convince themselves to try it. Yeah,
2: right? and there's so many people who've done it and. I don't mind it because I'm a happy guy, but I'm like, just be straight with me. Just, tell, I'll give you a taste of Miller Lite if you want. <laughs> so can I give
0: you a caveat from the same? Let me give you a caveat from the same pet peeve, and 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 Val, so right. Like working at Dos, we have we have I, I want to say over 300 beers that you can pick from between drafts, bottles, cans, all these different beers, and we change them all the time too. So we always have new stuff in. And one of the ones that I, one of the uh, similar pet peeves that I always run into is I'll come up to a table, and maybe it'll be a couple couples or. Or, but it's always like a situation with a girl and a guy, right? And the girl is bringing her boyfriend or her husband to Das Beer Hall for the first time because she thinks... My man likes beer. And so so what she does is she brings him there, and she goes, come on, honey, look at the menu. There's so many beers on there. Why don't you try some? I mean, look, just listen to him. You can sample them. They're, they, they taste so good. Have a few. Oh, my God, what's a milkshake sour? What's that? It, oh, it's got lactate in it. That's a, I mean, it came out of my tit when we had a baby last year. That's oh Seriously. God. So the point is the girl's all jazzed up. Now, look, no matter what you do, you could, you could walk Cindy Crawford in there and tell this man if if she sucks your dick and you, you know if you drink a dunkle, she'll suck your dick and he's still having a Miller Lite. There is nothing you can do to keep this man from having a Miller Lite. But what he'll do is like, okay, babe, you know, I mean, I guess I'll try. I'll, I mean, I'll try a dunkle and a half of ice and I'll have a colch and he'll he'll run Val back and forth just for the show for his lady that he's gonna be like, oh yeah. Don't worry, I'm enjoying the beer hall. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for bringing me out somewhere to sample everything. And then he'll get to the end. And and, and that, that's the guy that I wish would just be decisive and put his foot down and be like, Hon, really? All I want right now is the middle of the night. Maybe I'll experiment <laughs> after that. But let me... I honestly think if you let that man start with the beer he wants, he might get a little bit more acclimated and then he'll get a loosen up. You know what yeah, I mean?
1: Yeah, because I will say, being, you know going to Das multiple times. It's kind of overwhelming. It's, there are so many beers it can be and without, intimidating. it is. You know, it's not like you guys have a I don't know what the word for beer drinking. You know, you don't have a sommelier walking around, you know, necessarily being we should able know to give that. you Yeah. <laughs> we should know Well, I don't know do if that. there is. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there is one, but yeah, I mean it's it, it is kind of overwhelming and you kind of you know, it's nice to try new things, but also it's nice to stick with something you know you're going to enjoy. 100%. So. And
0: I, I will say this. As somebody that, look, I got a Natty Bo tattoo on my ass cheek. I love shit beer, okay? As long as it's cold, I'm happy. But I am a beer snob, too. I mean, you know, I love trying new exotic stuff, especially, like, some some creative things. We get a lot of really yeah. we get a lot of really cool creative things from, like, Aslan, Left Hand, Three Floyds. You Know so many of these Dewey brewing companies, so many of these really cool, uh, burley oak. Brilliant. I mean, how about all the burley oak yeah. that we've had the last year? They may, been... may run out within a day. I mean, it's crazy. Day. The yeah. carrot cake, yeah, we sold the carrot cake out within an hour. It was, it was nuts, man. And so, See,
1: I think, and I think that's something that you could do, though, too, as a bartender to maybe help yourself is if somebody's asking for samples. Maybe try and nudge them in the right direction. Be so, like, no, 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 no. What you've got to try is this, and you're going to love it. So and I, it to you,
0: you know what I do? I, I come up to the table every time, and I say, guys, we've got a big beer list. So no. I'm here to make recommendations for you. What I want you to do is tell me a beer you like, and let's try to get you close, because I'll still get you something interesting. Yeah. And a lot of people go, I drink Miller Light, And I go, it, it, I, I find the Miller Light conversation to be a great setup, because we have a lot of, be- you know, Germany actually created the Pilsner. That, is, mm-hmm. that style of beer originated mm-hmm. in Germany almost 600 years ago. And if you go into DAS right this second, there are three beers on draft that have been brewed for over 400 years. We have Munich Gold by Hacker Porsche. We have um, the Bitburger mm-hmm. Premium Pilsner. And we have the uh, Reisdorf Kolsch. And all three of those beers, to, to me, are um, are where Miller Lite and, and, and Miller Coors, or, or I should just say Miller, drew their idea for that american pilsner from so i know they're gonna like that right but maybe then they get to try something that they never had and they well and it also it's for. kind of
1: cool
2: that fusses bucks.
1: yeah it'd be kind of cool just to try a beer that's been around for that long too well
0: know, that you, too. you know it's a great sell point i go this is the granddaddy pills they've been brewing it for over 500 years and it sells yeah, exactly. every single yeah. time it's yeah. great there you so, go. that's a good one now all right so best tips worst tips um, question number two i actually
2: had one on uh wednesday Dave. This, uh, recently gentleman. yeah his name is richard actually uh he's a regular but he doesn't come in like russia he just comes in okay. as a meal orders takeaway uh he knows me by my first name and we just get along well um but we were just talking i was telling him i was going to italy um for my wife's birthday next week um and all good i was cleaning up the I was cleaning the tables after a customer had left. He comes up to me, gives me his check. Uh, it was sixty-eight dollars, and he tipped me two hundred, saying.
3: Two hundred.
2: Two hundred. I've got a photo of it right now. Show Get it. the fuck <laughs> out of here! And he goes, uh oh, this is." Um, I said, "I can't take this." Um, firstly, one, we split tips. I don't want Steve to have any because he. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <he's laughs> but um, a bitch. I was like, just change it, change it to twenty. He's like, no, no. You have a great time. Have a good dinner on me. Uh, wow. I was like, I couldn't twist his arm, so I was like, okay. No, he was sandwich. happy to
1: do that. Uh, yeah. and uh,
2: the thing is, I'd net like, is like a customer that I don't know very well, but never gave him a free beer or anything, to everything legit, but next time I'm gonna just keep buying him a beer every time he comes in. It's there's nothing <laughs> like,
0: there's nothing like somebody like that that invests in you as a bartender.
2: Yeah. It's just, it's awesome. I did not expect it, and then a few of my colleagues are like, You sure that's right? And he's like, yeah. We rang
0: a bell. Every time we get a good tip, we ring a a bell. Oh, nice. This past Friday, you remember how busy it was? Yeah. We were, I mean, we were, uh, Val was actually skipping around like a schoolgirl at the beginning of the shift. I looked like a kangaroo. Because we were slow. He was (laughs) bouncing around like a kangaroo because we were slow. A (laughs) little Joey. And he was ready to go home. And then all of a sudden, we got ass fucked. I mean, the place was packed you know, five deep around the bar. And guess who's at the bar um, having a real nice time? Emily uncle's uh if you remember guys from I think it's episode 11 one of our best episodes that we have done Emily uncle's wonderful husband Ben who took care of Ruka while we did the uh, pod um he was there and his tab was 5 dollars and he tried to tip us like 50 60 bucks I said Ben I can't take this I can't <laughs> please I'm, I'm I'm fighting him off I cannot take this please don't do it and Wow, Val is showing the $200 tip on the pod right now. This is great. It's legit.
1: It's legit. That's awesome. Yeah, there's
0: nothing like when somebody really um, just goes out of their way to make you... You know, Ben... I think Ben could see how flustered I was. And just him making that gesture turned my whole night around. I was like... I, I talked him into not leaving a tip that big. I was like, dude, come on. But... I, you know, it it just meant a lot to me that he oh, would yeah. like that he wanted to take care of us. You yeah, know? and
2: that's yeah. Oh, I absolutely. felt bad. Yeah. I was like, because he just had one beer and he just came in to order takeout food. I mean, yeah. and a lot of people um, hardly tip when they take when they just yeah. do takeout, which I understand. Yeah. That's fine. Like, but yeah. um, just doing that, I didn't. I said goodbye to him, and I said, "Hey, got to go and wipe his guy. tables." And then he came up to me. He's like, "Make sure you get this." And I, I, I didn't want to lie to him. I said to him, "We we split we tips. Yeah. We all, he has a group family." He's like, oh, still. That's I want great. You to have it and such a great dog And you'll oh, I'll never take, forget that. That's and you'll always a, take care mm-hmm. of that guy. Yeah, exactly. From now on, well, it, he obviously liked me in general. He wouldn't have done that otherwise. But I'll just be extra sweet to him. Yeah. Uh, uh, make
1: sure, make meat. sure to get uh, a good picture of your uh, you and your wife out at a nice, you know, restaurant in Italy. Yeah, and exactly. And, 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 I'll sit and it bring it to him. That'll that mean, great, a, lot. Uh, that mean about. a lot. I'm gonna
2: tell him. I'm going show him because um. Yeah. I'm just very grateful he did that. It's very yeah. sweet. You know, you you do see a lot of people like that. And
0: for every asshole, yeah. <laughs> maybe I should say for every ten assholes, there's one. There's one angel. So yeah. we need to print that shirt. For every ten assholes, there's an angel. Um, <laughs> well, spe- speaking of assholes, give us number three worst drink orders. Ooh. And we're talking about like nasty ones, so like Mike, Mike set them up with the set him up with the one that's become the standard on this. There, show.
1: There are a couple. There are a couple ways to look at this, but yeah. Um, for instance, uh, somebody that Steve knows, uh, one of their favorite drinks is the uh, Caribou Dew, which is Mountain Dew, Malibu, and One Fifty One Rum, yeah. which is just something you shouldn't order in public. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, does anybody ever come up and? You know, order a drink from you, and you, you can't help it. I know you said earlier that you don't, you, you don't like judgy people, but you can't help it. You kind of pass a little bit of judgment on what they're drinking.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, there is one actually that comes in mind. Um, so we, Dust, uh, we do the five dollar crushes for thirty two ounces. Like we've got probably thirty different flavors. Steve, am I right? Yeah, you I'd say, I'd say, and you know. most of them you can like. We got like orange crush, grapefruit crush. You can turn it a strawberry crush, and you can turn them into margaritas, right? Mm-hmm. But one customer asked me, and I was like, are you sure you want to do this? She wanted an egg custard margarita, mm. which I just think. makes crush I can see. Cream egg vodka, custard margarita? Yes, and she loved it.
1: Oh. I me,
0: like,
2: try it. I'm like, nah, I'm not
1: going to. She, did she, how did she have it? Was it uh, with, with uh, salt so, on the rim? Or-
2: yeah, uh, no, just regular. So she had the egg custard, and obviously, instead of uh, cream, cream vodka, I'd use tequila, and then I did orange juice. And the egg custard uh, puree. Uh, and everyone's looking at me like, are you doing this right? I'm like, this is what she asked for.
3: <laughs> so people watching me
2: like thinking I was crazy. But
0: Dude, I got to be honest with you. Uh, does that, I don't think everybody knows what egg custard is. I think we need to go in on that for just a quick second. So, Val, mm. before you came to the States, had you ever heard of egg custard? Never. Okay. Never. So, do you know what a snowball is? Yes. Have I, you had a I've snowball? I've had one, yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, uh, o- aces and Rita's. Right, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, hold on. Ritas, which is not, Rita's is not a snowball. Okay. That would be the the, a- a- that would be like me calling Australian football Austra- no, Australian was- rugby. Seriously. All right. Okay, own. so you need to understand something. Yeah. Um Snowballs are only a Maryland thing. Okay. They do not occur anywhere else in the country. All right? And there's a very big difference. You have shaved ice, okay, mm-hmm. which is Rita's. That's, mm-hmm. that's shaved ice or Italian ice, whatever you want to call it. You have snow cones which are more popular around the country, where like in New York, right? And that's a hard, physical, like, cone of ice. And then you have snowballs, okay? Snowballs are chipped ice into a simple Dixie cup with syrup poured into it. Mm-hmm. And it is a Maryland staple. And if you're truly from Maryland, you know that you put the, the marshmallow in it, which is why uh, when we first started geez, the pandemic, we did the egg custard snowball mm-hmm. with the marshmallow cream on the side. So... Egg custard, most popular probably of all time. That or sky, uh, what is it? Sky blue, something like that. It's like a a, a skylark or whatever. <coughs> anyway, yeah, whenever,
1: whenever you come, whenever you come out here, well, I'll have to take you to our tropical snow little spot.
0: I want to test it out because you've told me a couple times that you guys yeah, have snowballs. They I'm do. not sure I believe it.
1: No, one of the things they do is they they put cream on some of them. Is what you can order. I gotta on top see. Of it. I gotta see this. Anyway,
0: yeah. the the point is, um, we we literally use the snowball stand, egg custard, syrup flavoring. You could put that shit in a bowl of cum and someone would be like, wow, this tastes good. Like, It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. That shit could mask any flavor in the world. You could pour hot tar on a driveway and put that on top of it and I'd lick it up. Be- yeah, you should I have mean,
1: started with that instead of the, the first one. Eh, well, I'm, at, least I did, at least I didn't say <laughs> I I'd didn't lick up like, the first yeah. one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, the Christ. point
0: is, I could understand why if you put like if you made a margarita and you just put that on top, the lady liked it. Yeah. She probably you know that masks all flavoring. It probably just tastes like
2: every other. Yeah, because it's such a egg strong, custard. strong. Flavor. Oh my God! It's
0: just all sugar too. Yeah. And now we have a cotton candy one. It's it's. Fun. But they
2: are so popular. The ones egg custard and cream a good crush.
0: How much most- How fat is America? Answer
2: answer it, Big Mama Fat
0: Big Mama Fat Big Mama Fat, I fucking love it I fucking love it Oh my god, alright Alright, number number four, Mike, team up Team up here for number four
1: Alright, number four, ultimate mistakes And fuck ups, something Steve and I have never had to deal with On the show
0: No, no, never uh, honestly, so. or, or in my professional serving career, I've never made a mistake So no, of course not um, no, but I mean, look, I, I know you t- uh, I know that you're pretty much a perfect bartender. That's one of the great things about you is that you don't make mistakes. But do you have, you know, one of the best things about this category is calling other people out for being idiots. So can you think of any, like, big-time mistakes anybody else has made, you've made? Just for, and we're talking about, like, forgetting an order, dropping a drink, any anything like that, right? That just makes yeah. the serving process more um, uncomfortable. Well, I actually got one last week
2: when we were working together. Um, I closed the wrong check. And remember a lady, they both had the same name and this. What same was it, blaster. McCaskey and, and Mikulski, Yeah, right? McCaskey so, and McCalskey. That's understandable. It was, ch- that's was understandable. so blind, I showed her my card, because I saw both of her cards,
0: I showed her, and she's like, thumbs up, yeah, that's my card. Yeah, then, <laughs> it was McCaskey. She, she can't even pick it apart. They were yeah. both red, too. They ended up both being, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if they were the same bank, but they were both yeah. red cards, and one was McCaskey. Oh,
1: I thought you meant they were both redheads. <laughs> no,
0: both Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Two Rangers So, Val, thank God, uh, I swore that I wasn't going to do any more Australian accents, but I can't help (laughs) myself. I knew you were
1: bullshit.
0: Well, you know what it is? It's the fosters. The more Uh, sips I take, um, the more uh, Australian I get. Uh, Now, Val has taught me that in Australia, they call redheads rangas. And Mm. I was like, what does that mean? And he goes... I mean, you know how you know how an orangutan has like an a, orangutan.
1: I was wondering. If that's so from.
0: every now and then we'll have like a hot redhead walk in the bar, or, or just like a redheaded guy walk in the bar, or just like anybody with red hair, and then it's like orangutan. Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: not a uh, it's not an insult in Australia. Cause no, no, know, it's no. So it's just an identifying. Tool. It's like here you guys say gingers, we say rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So anyway, yes, both of the credit cards were rangers. <laughs> and uh, one was McCaskey, one was Mikulski with yeah, like sucks. an L. And the girl that didn't get her card back, oh, she, she broke annoying. down, dude. She really? was she was crying. She was like, "What?" She was like, "I never come out. I can't believe this. <laughs> you lost my card." <laughs> I was like, "Hun, listen, we're not gonna take your money. Just Someone cancel." Pays me a bill, so. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "The other thing is the person that has your card." I said, "The person that has your cards are regular. She's gonna bring it back. Like, call me." Mm. Her- and, and she didn't want to hear that. I was probably, I, my bedside manner was not great. At the time. But the point is, I was like, listen, honey, it's going to be okay. She's like, no, it's not going to be okay. And then she <laughs> left. She drug all her <laughs> friends out with her. And that was sad. But, you know, those things happen, man. You're going to make mistakes yeah. like that. That's, you know, that that is an understandable you know, mistake. You, you know, yeah, like, what's but what's honest to God, Val, you know, again, that's not, that's, uh, I have to say, I'm I not. don't really think you made a mistake there. I really don't. And here's why. If you show that person the card, no. if you show them the card, yeah. you say, is how, how close, card? How, how
1: close were you? It how had, close were you? Well, hold on, you?
0: hold on. It was McCaskey and Mikulski, but it was mm-hmm. Stephanie and Brittany. Okay? You yeah, but like,
1: did you show it to her from like 18 to no, the bar? No, I went up, up to her, I went up to her. Because I, I okay. saw two cards. So I grabbed you know what? Then I got. It. That's kind of on her. I think it's yeah. on her. No, it's still on me. It, to an extent, I agree, but she also kind of played a part in that. It you was know, also, if, she, if she signed up on that right in front of her face, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was also no midnight, and we were packed.
0: Much. We were packed. It's midnight. Like, at that point, you've got to get involved. you got to get yeah. involved as a
2: customer. The thing is, is, I you, didn't have to deal with it. It was staged. So. <laughs> <Well, laughs> and,
0: and if you don't get involved, then the question is, A, you don't care, or B, you're drunk. You know. And if you're drunk, then it's not on me. Like, I, I've got 500 other people that i got to serve right now. Like, I, I don't want to tell you. You're coming to a high-volume bar. Like, if you want... If you want five-star service, go to a, you know, or if you want three-star Michelin service, go to a three-star Michelin restaurant. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy that you think you're going to come to come to a high-volume bar like that. And get your card back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I learned, I, <laughs>
2: yeah. I learned from that mistake, though. Like, on Friday, I was really busy. I couldn't hear the person, so I just gave him a pen and a notepad, and he wrote his name. Yeah, really sometimes. sometimes yeah. Small but you,
1: you were saying he's re, he's resourceful. He's yeah. resourceful. Yeah, i he certainly is.
0: Yeah. All right, Mike, you got the list up. You want to actually team up for number five?
1: I just teed him up for the last one, but yeah, I'll do it, man. Yeah, Health did. code violations. All right. Yes. Yeah, so and actually, I think I think Steve actually stole your thunder on this one already.
0: I don't think so. Did I?
1: On um, Emily's, the mother Russia.
0: No, 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 no. I just said that Emily's husband came in and tried to tip us. No, story. no, no,
1: no, I'm talking about the mother Russia. Is that not Val in the story? No, that's, that's that... not
0: Val. That's not Val. Oh, that's okay. Pat Vasso. Okay. That's Vasso. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Val gotcha. and Vaso. We're trying to get Vaso gotcha. on. He's I gotcha. been he's been here's the thing. He's gonna need a little bit of a kick in the shorts because He's convinced he doesn't have anything interesting to say. How interesting years. is Pat Voss? Very interesting. He's a great one guy. One of the most interesting people <laughs> I've <laughs> ever met, right? he's so good at his job. He's, he's so, so good. So he's good. such a... Dude, he is hands down one of the best bartenders I've ever worked with. I'm, mm. I, and I mean I mean that with zero hyperbole. I'm serious about that. After me, he's saying. It's After Val. Me. It goes Val. <laughs> it goes Val, me. It goes Val, me. <laughs> of course, himself. I'm second. <laughs> and then it goes Pat Vossel.
1: So, just for context, he told on the story uh, the the Vasso story about the the breast milk in the cooler.
0: Had you heard about I that was, with yeah. Gail? Yeah, yeah. I made a yeah. joke.
1: I said because I make my own coffee, uh, and my
2: and I said, hey, that mi- this milk tastes funny. And uh, I didn't actually try it, but I
0: saw <laughs> the breast milk, milk. But yeah, he was pretty upset. Mama's cafe. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> what, what would you call that uh, and that's not an Irish coffee that's uh that's a, 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 a what an, an emerald glass coffee <laughs> anyway so give us your best um, you, you know it's funny earlier when Val first got here uh, while we were getting set up for the pot he goes Steve what are these um what are these health code violations I said like like people dropping their balls in soup or like a bug crawling out sala movie salad. Maybe wait and, so. waiting. What's that movie? We've run... Yeah, waiting. Yeah, waiting, waiting. 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 So, yeah. ha- do you have any... I know it's been early in the career, and I understand that only your only experience is DAS. And so, yeah. one of the things I want to do is, can you focus maybe on your experience as a customer? Have you seen any, like, really crazy, um, uh, like, health code violations as a customer, even? Or um, or maybe even a, 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 cu- a customer doing it in front of you?
2: Actually, no, this might be maybe off topic, but... Um, me and my friend, we'll call him Joseph. His okay. name's Joseph. Well, tell um, him. He's a ranger. He's a ranger. He's a good dude. Tell, is uh, that his real Australia.
0: name? Uh, is uh, that, Joseph, yeah. That's his real name? Okay, because we, we like to protect the innocent. Yeah, no, Joseph. This
2: and is, the guilty. This yes. is not going to worry. Especially the guilty. Um, But he was so cheap, uh, after a footy game, we went to McDonald's, <laughs> and he decided... He's a ranger. Right? There's not many rangers in that restaurant. Um, he decides to pull his hair.
0: And oh, hold on. We need to pause this. Pause this. Ooh, that sounds good. Sorry, y'all. I had to grab another Foster's. Where exactly were we? Because I think we were finishing up You're health telling a story. violations. Yeah. Yeah. You were just about to tell us about your friend uh, who was Oranga. Yeah. Sorry, John. Joseph. 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 Yeah. Shit, I fucked this whole story. That's all good. No, I didn't mean to interrupt- anything. For everybody who's listening to the pod, you need to understand that I live in a house with roommates, and one of those roommates is a beautiful dog named Ruka. And if you follow us on social media, he was that uh, that golden uh, dog that was in the big chair that we uh, uh, we set up our t-shirt trivia with. So that is a real dog. He really lives here. And every now and then when his dad comes home, my little brother Tom, who was our episode number two on the pod, he loses his shit. So we had to take a little break. So anyway, Val, let's get back to your story. Health code violations. Uh, you were talking about John. Joseph. Joseph, yeah. Christ. Um,
2: yeah, so we're at McDonald's. We call it uh, Macca's in Australia. Macca's. Macca's. Yeah. Okay. It's just, so we're at Macca's. Um, we were about 14, maybe 16 years old. We were coming back from a football football game. Um, Australian football. Now, this is Australian football. Yes. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. I just want to clarify. <laughs> not not soccer. Or rugby. <laughs> or, or rugby. Polo.
2: Um, anyway. Um, and then... He was super hungry. Um, I don't know what made him do it, but um, he was only a redhead in the table. Decides to pull out a hair in his, of his, in his head, from his head, and put it in a burger, just so he can get another burger. <laughs> and then the lady just looks at it when she comes up, she's like, she's like she stares at him for a while, and then she didn't obviously care, she took it back, but God knows what they did to his burger. <laughs> exactly <laughs> on the way back like, so, he was the only redhead we couldn't see any redheads oh so you don't think there are any redheads <laughs> nah, walking no, there No. no nah. was, was,
0: w- was you know, he one of those redheads where the hair was
2: obviously not red no red like, like red fire downstairs would be a red fire crotch yeah. yes yeah. Okay. not
1: not a day walker like straight up no, red, so red or ginger tomato sauce ketchup red tomatoes and everything yeah
0: that's the only I haven't been in so that's almost like a reverse. That's almost like a reverse health code violation, yeah. where he's like, "I want another free burger, so I'm going to put a, a hair in this." And we said
2: he was like we young, probably immature, but we, he could have used one of my hairs or someone else's hairs. Exactly. It was, yeah. it was
0: just like last minute. Like, do you know? Mm-hmm. Do you know if the the Mackers that you just told the story about is still op, in operating? It's still operating. Yeah. Okay. Because, uh, what we need to do is we need to <laughs> uh, we need to put this pod and the internet to work. If this pod ever becomes big, especially if this episode gets out on Australia, I need somebody who worked at that McDonald's to email us, to DM us, and to tell us what you did to Joseph's Burger. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that night. Because it, it couldn't have been good. It couldn't have been a good no. thing.
1: I just love how the, the name for it is Mackers.
0: Mackers, yeah. You guys say Mickey, Mickey D's? Yeah, we said Mickey, Mickey D's. D's. Mickey D's. yeah.
1: I'm learning all different, like...
0: I used to always say McRonald's. Yeah. Okay. McRonald's. That's Ronalds. just, just be, Just because <laughs> just <'cause> I couldn't <laughs> help myself. Yeah. But anyway, speaking of Joseph and his ratchet behavior, tell us about the most ratchet and crazy customers you've ever encountered. And we like to add a caveat to this one, right, Mike? Okay. Tell, I mean tell them not just ratchet and yeah. crazy but also it can
1: also it can also just be somebody super memorable just like the uh, good tip story you told earlier. Sometimes there are just those customers that maybe you've are known special. for a long time, or maybe they come in once and they make a, a really big impression, and it's just somebody that you you know you, you won't ever forget. But they're not ratchet or crazy; they're just very memorable.
2: Uh, yeah, there are a few people. Um, most of these people do the same thing. Like they've there's these three guys that came in. Uh, you know, AJ. Yeah. Who works on oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His friends. Um they heard me talking and working at Dust just serving customers and they're like they didn't even say anything to me, they just yelled out, Oi, oi, Because Aussie, 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 Oi, Oi Oi. Aussie, Aussie, yeah. Aussie. And I'm like, boom. <laughs> I just like service served that guy and went straight to them and and they've, they've been coming ever since. Uh, really? From so
1: so you're telling me that if there's ever an Australian bartender, all I need to do is say, Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, and then get I got my attention.
2: Or it's just even say, right. Oi. We use that word a lot. Like, to get someone's attention. Oi. Over okay. here. Okay. But, yeah.
0: What about Ozzy, Ozzy? Like,
2: it's a thing we, we do. We chant. Okay. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. And then ozzy, ozzy, you ozzy. say, Oi, oi, oi.
0: Oi, oi, oi. Okay, yeah. so it's like a back and like, yeah. So if I yell, Ozzy, 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 and somebody goes, Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, I should, a, yeah. An Australian. Or you just
2: say, Oi. Gotcha. That's okay, a common thing.
0: So you, they got good. They just because
2: he knew because he played lacrosse. So obviously, he, a lot of Australians come here and play lacrosse. Really? So he must have
0: knew. Because okay. I yeah. didn't speak to him. I didn't know who they were. Like, so so one of my questions is this: Is there any other? And this is probably more of a question for Mike. Is there any other instance in the service industry where you can yell a guttural sound at your server and they're going to be happy? Like, I can't be like, yo, bitch! Hey! yo!" And she gonna come running over. It's not gonna work like that. Like,
2: you know what I mean? No, no, no. It works so well. It's just like, but you can hear on in the voice. That no,
0: they meant it okay. as... In a good way, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that, that there's some inflection there. But like, can you think of any American version of that?
1: The only thing that is coming to mind is, you say. you say. But I always boring. fucking hate that. that I hate whatever I that hear that. It, yeah,
0: it doesn't... I, you know what it is? I got one for you. I got one. If you say hun in Baltimore, oh, you're right. hun in Baltimore is kind of that similar, like, it means something to
1: the... Ba- to, to that geographical yeah, area. Yeah,
0: to to this region. Like, if you're like, hey, yeah. hey, hun, hey, hun, like, maybe if somebody uh, is working at a bar and they're very, very Baltimore and they haven't heard that all night, well, maybe... Sweetheart, I think. We yeah, well, well, I don't know. Sweetheart, sweetheart almost gets like, I think for some... Uh, we, you know, we've talked to a lot of our female bartenders as maybe being, like, a little bit too out of bounds.
1: It's like patronizing. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. And, and, and look, I, can, I get that some people might like it, but I'm just saying, like...
1: Like, if you're an 80-year-old man and you're nice, you could say... I mean more ladies than it to people people men? Oh, oh, you're yeah, saying... Mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. well, hey, that's... Sweetie, or, yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: I do love it when I have an older yeah. female bartender and she treats me in a very doting way, almost yeah. like a motherly way. Yeah. That's that's yeah, always yeah. great. But I'm, I'm talking about more about, like, a phrase that means something to who that bartender is. Like, obviously, that, oy, oy, that boy, and yeah, ozzy, yeah. ozzy like, yeah. you think of...
2: And a lot of people, um, when I, because um, I say cheers or thanks, mate, Right. know it's like, I serve them, nothing happens, and I serve them again, and they're, like, they're more comfortable with me. And really? Like, then they go, thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way, yeah. So do you,
0: wait, do you also think I'm a fuckhead every time No, no, I, no, I, I, I love bartender? it, I love it. But no, but people, it's like, just, it's just the way they say it. How know? much do you hate me doing the Australian accent? Let's uh, just get I'm out of here. No, let's air our no, no, let's I don't mind. I'm not a person that gets. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Please.
1: <laughs> can, can we? Can we? Since we're on this, can can we hear your best like American impersonation? I'm not, not doing that. Please. No, no, I, yeah, I, I know not, you. No. I please. Like I know you said I just you're not said to good at it.
2: That's all I can say. That's all I can say. When I said at the start, <laughs> i like, I just. And the only reason I did this is when we we're closing at work. Yeah. These guys were. Uh, employees, I won't name him. were like Val, do your accent. and they kept pestering me, pestering me to do it. I'm like, no, just say how hey, you doing. Yeah, but I'm, like, I'm not gonna say it. How you doing is a good one. But <laughs> and Val, Val, that's all I can say because Val,
0: Val's lying. He does have another good American accent. It, he could he could do his slippery snake accent right now. No, I'm not, <laughs> no. And no. that does stuff. That's not. <laughs> I'm a slippery snake. I'm a slippery slippery snake. <laughs>
1: I've just heard Americans like I've heard so many Americans mock, and not necessarily always in like a, a mean way. We can't just like help mock, it as Americans. Just we mock love other, to do that other, other, other cultures and, and the way they sound. And I've always been so curious, like hear jokes about Americans or hear the way that people mock Americans. Like for instance, a joke uh, about Americans I heard was, uh, "What does having sex in a canoe and American beer have in common?" <laughs> They're both fucking close to water. Okay. So that was one that I heard. And then like I asked my Spanish <laughs> teacher I asked my Spanish teacher in high school, I was like, what what are some of the ways that like, you know, Latin American people or, you know, Hispanic people uh, mock Americans? And she said a lot of them just go rah 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 Really? And see I, I love that, yeah. I love I love hearing that. So See that I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, I just i love to hear how well, people make fun of us. Can we
0: turn this another way? Val, in Australia, what is, like, the most common thing that you guys do to make fun of Americans? Like, when you... To be honest,
2: before I met you, I, it's not... Because I was saying, the flight's so long, it's not... You don't get too many... You don't get I a lot, lot of Americans. too many Americans at all. Really? We get a lot of, um...
0: What's, what's the most predominant, like, tourist Indian, people Indian, Asians. Come... Okay. Because, obviously,
2: Asia's right next to... Well, that makes sense. So, um, yeah. But... To be honest, I haven't met too many Americans. So,
0: let's maybe do it a different way. What was the biggest stereotype that you had about Americans before you met G? Before you met G? Or since you come to the States, Um, either one.
1: Or what was the the biggest stereotype that held true? (laughs) We didn't, um,
2: I actually don't know how to answer that. Um, I didn't know much about America at all, I never heard of Baltimore, for example. Yeah. Because it's not like we're ignorant, but over there... You're, you're only 24 got 24 hours away. we got away five states, 20. two territories. Yeah. Over here, you've got 50 states. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And
0: Baltimore's tiny, too, comparatively to you know, like DC and what New we York. Think, what we
2: hear about is is LA, DC, Hawaii.
0: So what do you hear um, about LA? When you think LA, like what are the thir- first things? Everyone you think
2: thinks it? it's a magical place. Like, <laughs> everyone's wearing <New> LA <laughs> it hats. It's not LA hats. I know. I think. Downtown, That's what all the homeless people thought when they moved there. Downtown, uh, downtown <laughs> LA, probably. Dirtiest city I've ever been to. No offense.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Dirtiest. Well, no, I. Yeah, really I, I didn't mean the, that. Uh, I didn't mean that to come off crass. No. I just mean so many people moved out there because of hopes and dreams, and it is I, it's a it's a shit show. And, and
0: no, and I'm glad you said that, and I'm glad Val brought up L.A. because l- let me tell you, one of the ones that was most shocking for me in my life, my entire life as an American, my entire life, I have had there has been this. Weird thing in pop culture where we don't like the French or we don't respect the French or like the French are dirty or stinky or like there's like this weird thing about like oh, the French are snobby and stinky and I don't know what <laughs> yeah, it is. The
1: fucking fucking frogs. Yeah. Right, right. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it comes right, from. Right, <laughs> but you know exactly
0: what I'm talking about. This has yeah. been something that's weirdly ingrained to us in as as Americans, and I I don't know if that has some roots um to the fact like our um, we have english speaking relationships with england and the uk and because we both speak english and the french don't that there's and there's a big rivalry there between france and england that that becomes a thing but the reason i bring this up is to your point about la being a dirty city i had been of the impression my entire life my entire life because of like cartoons and all kinds of other pieces of pop culture That the French were this very dirty people. And then I go... I know this sounds so terrible. God damn! Hold on. I'm trying to explain my ignorance. I'm not trying to explain the truth. I'm trying to explain my ignorance. And then as a senior in high school, I get the opportunity to go to France. And I am in this world that is the cleanest place I've ever been in my entire life. Mm -hmm. We're walking around Paris... Everybody's smoking cigarettes. There's not a butt on the ground anywhere. There's not... I mean, it's incredible. The city smells good. I had never been in a metropolitan city that big that smelled good. I'm used to New York where it smells like urine in the fucking streets. You know what I mean? It blew my mind. And so that's maybe one of the stereotypes that I love that didn't ring true, right? Like, I I fell in love with Paris. I fell in love with Normandy. I fell in love with France. I fell in love with all of that culture of food and drink. And, like, honest to God, if this podcast ever goes to the moon, it's us going to, like, the food capitals of the world, right? And And the drink capitals of the world. It's us going to the Amalfi Coast in Italy. It's us going to the, you know, to to, to France and Paris. It's us going—seriously, it's us going to Tokyo. It's us—honest to God— I want to be we, the can't even,
1: we can't even get our audio figured out. I just want to be the. Down, I want to be the bold
0: Anthony Bourdain. I mean, that's that's
1: that's the that's what, the... So what? You're gonna kill yourself? Is that what you're saying? Oh Christ! that's just got dark.
0: I mean, listen. Can I make money first? I mean, maybe.
1: <laughs> well, that's
2: a, that's the same as um, Japan. I didn't know much about it, and then you think uh, France is clean. I've never been, so I can't say it. But Japan is every state I went to, a city, Tokyo, one that's of the biggest immaculate. cities. Immaculate. There's no trash cans anyway, so you've got you've got to put your rubbish in or your trash as you say in, in your America. Pockets. In your pocket. You know, the only time you'd go if you go to a seven eleven, you'd put it in there in the trash there. Wow. But it's so clean. Like they've got lights, working lights, and then they have police officers still guiding traffic. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay.
1: It's just yeah that's phenomenal. It, it's it's something I've when I went to the west coast, uh in San Francisco, like I remember feeling like uh like it was a shell of a city and like trash everywhere oh. and garbage. Like that's something that's so common in America is just garbage and trash everywhere. I think our cult- um,
0: culture is so gluttonous. In a lot yeah, it really
1: is. You know, we, we got some potential, but man, we need to, we need to find our, our way back to the light here. But uh, speaking of trash, this kind of leads us into our next category, which is uh, fights, arrests, and fires. And hopefully Steve Trash behavior. Stolen. Trash, you know, behavior, trash behavior, right? You know, or maybe some of these people need to go and take a, a lie down with the trash for a little while, and you know, think about their life choices. But um, you know, obviously, you haven't been in the industry for too long. But I, I've been to DOS, and you guys get rowdy out there, all right? So surely, at some point, you've seen some interesting, uh, some some fights, definitely, or maybe some arrests, or hopefully, got not a fire. We don't want to, we don't want to. We haven't had any like fires in DOS, thanks. yet. Fight. but
0: we've well, had a lot of fights. So Tell me fights. about your favorite one.
2: Um, I think it was a few weeks, a few months ago yeah, as when we were at 10 o'clock, like we had closed at 10 o'clock, you mean? Like, uh, hours had changed. You closed early? No, we closed at 10, remember? I, I don't. So, uh, while the COVID was still pretty bad, we, we opened a bar for a few hours. Oh, you're few, talking
0: about with, the, with, with, uh, the uh, pandemic. We had to close a little, yeah, little yeah. bit. when COVID
2: okay. was happening, we had operational hours from, I guess, 8 to 10, so 8am yeah. to 10. So we did take out and then... We, we had 25 to 50% capacity. I think people realizing the bars are going to close so early, they, I think they just assume, uh, consume a lot more. Yeah, well, and that's the art. other thing. Is and we, there was a fair few fights happening. And, frankly,
0: um, we were encouraging people to order more exactly. because we had to cut them off. Yeah, so they could. And, that, and that's, not, that's not a knock on DOS. That's more about what the liquor board pushed us into. Yeah, it's really. a silly rule,
1: like. Yeah. Oh, Ex- explain this really quick because I'm so not... The, Id-
0: the idea is in a lot of these areas where we were 50% capacity or 25% capacity and they said, hey, you got to close at 10, Our that mm-hmm. the liquor board would allow us to um, only serve till 10. But we could have people in the building past that number mm-hmm. if they had drinks on the table. So mm-hmm. it got okay. to a point where we were you know, as bartenders and servers encouraged to say, Hey, buy a bucket of beers, buy a pitcher. of Gotcha. Beer. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and for bigger parties, it was fine. You know what I mean? But, but every now and then you'd have somebody say, Hey, I'm going to buy a bucket and I'm going to sit here and just slam them all, you know, and get, <laughs> yeah, and, and exactly. get a little too insane. So, and you have to manage <laughs> those situations. So anyway, continue.
2: Anyway, so they, they got pretty <clears throat> rowdy. And I think it was just a Wednesday, which we, we don't have security because it's, it's Wednesday, normally you're, we're shut by, even a normal, when the hours are open fully, shut at 11 o'clock by then, because who goes out that late? Um, and yeah, there was just a massive fight, and there's no security, and then me and my work colleague, Paul, we had to grab uh, the people causing a fight, and then we, they just kept yelling at each other, and then there's another guy jumped on the bar. Holy shit. On the other side, next to the... Like, you're talking, like, feet up yeah, on the Peter bar? Yeah, he jumped over next to the um, dishwasher. Jumped in, and then I had to stop him, and my shirt ripped, and...
0: Why did he jump on the bar? Because he was like...
2: trying to... The, the guy that I was holding was mouthing off to him. What? Oh, to his really? Mate, wow. to his you're,
0: you, so you're not even holding his friend, you're holding, no, like, his, holding his enemy.
2: His enemy, yeah. And, and the he guy didn't... was like... Oh, <laughs> shit,
0: Holy shit! Yeah, so I've never seen off. some shit like that. So you are, have already detained one of the yeah. individuals. yeah. And, and he's jumping over the bar you, to you, fight the guy that you're holding down. Yeah, so I had one.
2: Paul had another guy, and then some. Uh, the guy was the one that was with Paul. He was his friend. Uh, Paul was holding. Yeah. Um, the other guy was just being chatted to him, and then he jumped over the bar and. Yeah, it was crazy. Then we had to, cops got involved. I, I'll tell you,
0: you Mike, Mike, you hit it on the head. Like, Dos is rowdy, but one of the one of my favorite things in the last couple of weeks, like, you know, Maryland's been losing restrictions. Mm-hmm. We've kind of gotten back to normal. You know, mm-hmm. no masks, full capacity, things are great in that regard from a bartender's perspective. But you know what I've loved the most? Every now and then. Like When we're five people deep at the bar and we're running around like crazy, a fight breaks out and it's like, oh shit, and people are like fucking fighting. And and, and I go, and and, and I kind of smile and I go, wow, it feels like the pandemic never happened. The world is healing. Yeah, America's healing. healing. We're back God. to we're back to bar fights I'm, and bad like, behavior. I do
1: love I love seeing fights, but like, what what is wrong with it's you people that are doing that shit? Like, chill the fuck well, out. You know what? Man. It's like, always
0: over the smallest thing, like a bumped elbow or a spilled drink. It's never over like something. You know, maybe it's over. Hey, you hit on my girl. You talked to the wrong person, but it's always even then,
1: man. Yeah, it's, even then. No, I'm, chill that's the what I'm saying. Out. It's always over the. Dude, there, m- there, most are, minor there are things. people who literally get in some stupid bar fight, clock a guy, he falls, hits his head wrong, dies, and now you're in fucking prison for manslaughter. Yeah, no doubt. Wow. Don't be a fucking idiot, all right? Chill the fuck out, like. And it's not.
2: I've just like I was in um, downtown Fairhill, ordering. Uh, have you guys been to a Mexican place called Rubens? Oh, called yeah. Some nobles? oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know, we had quesadillas and everything, and was just, I just—I just see people coming out, just boom, massive streetball. Really? Like probably like 50, 60 people. Yeah. Holy Security shit! Security guards were running away from it. Holy shit! <laughs> it was, it was, <laughs> after, <laughs> Holy it was shit. after two o'clock, so it's probably none of their business. But sometimes someone there, must have just.
1: There. There are some people who just like to fight. Yeah. They just like yeah. to get into that, uh, the, you know. Like you said, a ballyhoo. You know, I do. Be- I, uh... I do
0: believe that in this post-COVID environment, with with everybody locked up in their houses for so long, there are a lot of people that are just ready to go out and pick a fight. And so, yeah. I will. I will give this public service announcement out there to all of, of our patrons. Go out, have a good time, keep your wits about you, because this is not the world prior to COVID. It's not okay. Uh, people are short fused at the moment so you got to you got to be careful the next yeah, couple and months and
1: just uh do yourself a favor and carry some pepper spray on you mm-hmm. i like bear mace I, anyway no i love i just love that i sorry go on well no, speaking you're, you're, no no you're, i was
0: just going to say speaking of bear mace and pepper spray <laughs> sex stories okay well, i mean,
1: great segue Steve. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, only in your only in your bedroom all think, right <laughs> i like to get
0: a little kinky i mean if you do you know i like i like it's a little kinky, pain just painful. i like I like a little pain uh, anyway sex stories do you have any crazy you know, I, I think I think some of the people we've had on have thought that this is a bit of an explicit category. The fact of the matter is this. Which I agree. The service industry is close quarters, okay? People, whether it's the customers, whether it's the servers. I mean, this past weekend when we were serving, how many girls got on the bar and tried to do, like, body shots yeah. off of somebody else? Like, we're not always talking about, like, like the fully explicit sex stories, but just things that are sexual related. This industry... Uh, brings out that. So, give us a, give us any any sex stories that you have.
2: Uh, I don't think I have any to be honest. Yeah? I've been in the industry for uh, a short period of time. Um, what
0: about bad behavior by your coworkers? And you can hide the names.
2: Nah, it's actually like I said. That's you know, I've. I think it's like a little family event. We all get along well. We know. We know if we if we take it too far, we know how to. Uh, act with Ran it back in. Yeah. yeah.
0: I will say I will say despite all the intermingling on our staff, we have found a way to kind of push through it. Push through it. You know, yeah. it hasn't ruined the relationship, but yeah, yeah, it's
2: nothing nothing to lose <laughs> sleep no. about.
0: Seriously, maybe maybe that's this category tonight is the fact that like Dos is such a special place, no matter any of the uh sexual tension, we are able to get rise above that Probably. because we have had we get we have such a,
1: some some rise above, some rise under, yeah. you know, and it just keeps on going. Yeah,
0: it's a place that
2: like I look forward to going to work. No one enjoys 100%. it. Hundred well, percent. It doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't feel like work because just talking to customers, serving, like absolutely. It, and time flies so quick.
0: It right? does, especially especially, on a when, night, yeah. especially when we hit one of those nights where we're just laughing and having yeah. having, having a good time. So. Um, well, how about number number nine? Bar, hazing, pranks, and games. This is Mike and I's favorite category, hands down. I, I think I speak for both of us. Mm-hmm. We just love, like, hazing, you know? It's always good to bring in a new person into the mm-hmm. business the right way.
1: What did they do to you? What did they do to you, Val? <laughs> so, you this idiot.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just making a crush the other day. I think it was one a few weeks ago here. Oh,
0: what do you guys call that with a towel? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. And it was tower so whip. loud. Uh, Tow whip? Yeah, a towel whip. I a got towel. you with a towel whip. He was making a crush. We were on. A oh come pit. on! Why well,
1: you guys don't have towel whipping in Australia? No, but I just yeah. I've, I've never worked in the. Yeah, I mean, like, when am I
2: in
0: the? Bar, uh, in the bar was, yeah, pizza. but
1: you're you're a, you're you're a jock, you know, along that line. You've never been in a locker room, you know. Uh, you guys get a little rowdy, you I got that. him good, Mike. I wait, wait <laughs> let's fucking... go back to sex stories really quick. No, come on, no, Mike. I... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mike, I fucking nailed him. I everyone's
2: like pause. All the customers heard it.
0: It was a thunderclap yeah. I fucking <laughs> got him right in the leg And I thought he I thought he was dead Yeah, But He keeled over like a tree Paul Bunyan chopped down I mean it was just like Fucking timber This big man Just fucking It was so
2: bad did you, get, did
1: you get him back yet?
2: Nah no, yet I'll get him
0: But uh, <laughs> for my pranks I'm just
2: I just do simple pranks Like for example I did this to Stevie the other day uh, he, If someone makes is making multiple drinks Like making a crush Or making a beer I move a drink. Like, oh my
0: god! I got so mad at you. I move it a drink,
2: no matter what it is. If I closing checks, so, move the checks to a different location. Let me clarify <laughs> what. Okay, let, me, let me
0: clarify what Val's saying. Val will wait until somebody's super busy. Okay, I'm talking like five tables busy. Yeah. Okay, all sat at the same time. And you know when you're like five tables busy and you're taking everybody's drink order, you have to set up like twenty drinks onto a tray, yeah. right?
1: And you gotta you gotta be you gotta be concise about right. it. Because so they you, all have to go to a certain seat. Right. Yeah, so you yeah, put
0: yeah. the tray down and you start setting the drinks out. You start setting the drinks out and imagine getting to the end of that process and you go to pick up the tray and you realize where the fuck's my of bison? What the fuck? Where's my beer? Oh my god.
1: You are an honorary motherfucker. dude. One thing.
0: He <laughs> he took it, he moved it somewhere else, and I start yelling, and customers are like customers are like watching me lose my shit. I said, Who took my beer? Who took my beer? And I start just losing it. And, and, oh, I, I, and then all of a sudden oh. I find it I find it on the other side of the bar behind one of the service oh my computers. God. And there's Val snickering like an idiot. I was you, so dude, pissed. Dude, that is,
1: that's fucking dirty, man. I, it was, I'm so pain it was so quick. It was so I would, I would lose my shit so fucking fast. I did. I now, the, the one thing is you guys all share tips. So it's, it kind of like, it makes it a little bit, yeah, you know, but more it was fun like, and palatable. I mean, he, he slowed
0: me down for 20 seconds, yeah. you know. It's not no, but still, way.
1: like, that would piss me off I so bad s- if I did, if I did this shit and somebody moved my fucking drinks, like, and that I've got to awesome. go and walk around now and look for them.
2: We we got some people that act crazy and like well, other let's chuck shots at you or spray you with a gun. I don't like that sort of stuff. Who That's... would ever mm. spray
0: you with a gun, Val?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you better just be the soda water Yeah, yeah well, But
0: it's still sticky you know what I mean? Yeah, know Yeah <laughs> The truth is th- This place We also make a lot of the same drinks So yeah. there are times I thought it was uh, You got me so good yeah. You got me so you good were in,
2: He was working outside Over tables
0: I thought it was I thought it was one of these situations Where like I had made the same drink As somebody else Because you know t- that happens <laughs> Like we all do that We all do that We're like I make an orange crush. Somebody else needs an orange crush. They think they made it, and they just pick it up and go with it. I'm like, "What the fuck happened to my orange crush?" So it was it was one of those situations where I was convinced somebody took it because they needed it. And then the next thing yeah. I know, I turn around, Val's laughing in my face. I'm like, "You son of a bitch, yeah. you suck. So bitch. it's not like
2: mean, but it's like
0: it's not gonna hurt someone's feelings. But it's just a
2: little. I strange. loved it. I do. So.
0: But, uh, no, that, dude, you had me so pissed off. Mike, what's, all right, let's bring him home, baby. This is the end of the gauntlet.
1: Well, I don't even know if he's going to have any stories for this, because he's he's so new into the industry. Oh, I think he he might. I think he might. I think he might. might. So, so, so our final wrap-up question, well, our, you know, finishing question for the gauntlet, at least, is one we affectionately uh, refer to as getting 86. So, firing and quitting stories. So, as Steve likes to put, you know, middle fingers to the sky, people walking out, fuck this establishment. Or uh, you know, just uh just, you know <laughs> a good story of somebody getting canned. We're gonna
0: expand this one for, for Val. So like I know we've had people quit and get fired from DOS since you've been there. So if you want to tell one of those stories, that's great. But I wanna expand this from the service industry. Just tell me any firing, quitting, getting axe stories. I know you were in the military, so you had to see some people get mm. chopped up, you know?
1: Oh my god, why would you even phrase it like <laughs> <Yeah>. that? It's <laughs> a fucking up. Christ. What's wrong um, with
2: you, Steve? Just, let me, There's literally a me show a a called tri- Chopped tri- where they say trigger, you're chopped. Trigger warning. Yeah. What are you talking <laughs> about? Um, God
0: damn it. Um, you guys talk for a minute. Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so we just, look, I mean, for me, um, I was just in this past weekend at one of my old bars, Ocean Pride, okay? And... I was getting crabs and I ran into an old regular and he goes do you still work here and I go nah nah and he goes did you get fired again and I started laughing and, and he starts laughing and and the and the reason we kind of remembered that is because um, you know I must have been fired five or six times from Ocean Pride you know like we also we always used to joke when I worked there you didn't really work at Ocean Pride until you got fired okay. and uh, that's and, actually and where
1: rehired you get
0: fired and rehired that's actually where I met Scott um, Scotty, yeah. yeah, him and his wife were, were um, regulars at Ocean Pride, okay. and that's that's how this this. Uh, I think
2: uh, Mike might be right. I don't think I've got one. Um, that's okay. When I went straight from um, school, I joined the military, and once you're in the army, it's actually hard to get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard people to get fired. They to get out. <laughs> people find excuses. They don't eat, they
0: don't eighty six you because they need yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, like well, you know, people know what that...
2: get fat. They like uh. Uh-uh. Medical problem. You have to stay in for a few yeah, years. You know
0: what, the, <laughs> Val? You know what that means. If you're not careful, you, you know how they say: if you don't know who the asshole in the room is, you're the asshole. Val, if you're not careful, like yeah, you know, if you weird. don't have a firing or quitting story soon, we're just gonna axe you from. We're gonna eighty-six you from DOS. We're gonna let yeah. you go, baby. We're gonna keep. Maybe the Fos-
2: I, Maybe I should have kept that two hundred dollars tip, and I probably would have fired. Nope. There you go. We're gonna there keep go. the
0: Foster's beer cans on, but we're gonna we're gonna have yeah. to let you walk, but. Nah, just kidding. No, nah,
2: unfortunately, no. Nah, otherwise, I wouldn't. I'm trying to fig- uh, figure out if any of my friends have been fired. But nah, it's all good. Nah, anyway.
0: Anyway, dude, you've made it through. Thank you, guys. Bravo. It's been awesome.
2: Let's give him yeah, a honestly, round of applause. Not, not, ha-
1: not, having a, not having a firing story is, is a good thing. I'll come <laughs> back in
2: a couple years when you
1: guys are famous. Oh,
2: you're going to have a few more. Yeah, we'll
0: bring you back once I'm you gonna do I'm going to get
2: that. fired in purpose just so I can tell this story.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, so... Val, we always like to end, once you make it through the gauntlet, we would like to call this our cleanup. So, um, we call this our how's our driving. The, you know, this is where we we try to just kind of close the show. We want to know from you where we can get better. That's what this is really about. So, one, of, when, one of the things we want to ask you... Is, <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. Better, better reporting, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, are there any questions that you think about the service industry that we might have missed that we should be asking? Or... Do you have any recommendations for us? Like food or drink, um, like restaurants that you've been to recently that we really need to know about?
2: Um, I'm not sure if you guys have done this, but maybe you guys can um, like... Ask people who's your favorite, who's your best bartender you've worked with, or who's your favorite bartender, or your favorite bartender that you go yeah, to, or your favorite, yeah, or your favorite experience. I fucking bar. love it. Are you that. just
1: are you just re- are you getting ready to blow smoke up Steve's ass? Is that set up for that? No, no, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I think <laughs> I think you
2: guys gel well together. Obviously, I've I can tell you guys have been friends for a long time, but. I'm just trying to think outside the box. No, I love that. The, yeah. You're the first yeah. person to suggest that. Like, that's great. Yeah.
0: Mike, who's your who's your favorite bartender that you've ever had?
1: Uh, myself. Yeah. I, I and know just how much glasses. I know just how much booze I want in that in that glass. I have to be honest <laughs> with you.
0: You know, one of my I would have to say one of my top probably 3 to 5 is is Brian. There's just ever, yeah. there's not a thing I don't love about him and especially when he used to work down at um at One Eyed Mike's um, Mm-hmm. you know and he was in the nice gear he just looked so professional and he was always had that big smile and you know we were drinking nice drinks and it was just the right atmosphere and so that's always one the other the other one that comes to mind is joe from al bar i miss joe joe was so great but he's um you know he sold it i don't know if you know that but he sold al mm-hmm. bar which is is a tragedy one of the best bars that ever was in baltimore city and now it's just not now, it's not the same for
1: me for me cuz i i don't go out to bars very regularly anymore so i just have a bunch of little moments that i remember from like moments with with a bartender like even if it's the first time they've served you that that kind of live with your in in your memory you know for the rest of your life you know what i mean so that's that's kind of how i how i feel about that but no you've always been a great bartender steve and you're right brian's always been a great bartender um yeah it does i'm not it doesn't take a lot to please me you know just get my drink to me you know and uh, i'll be happy i I
0: will (laughs) say this i was in ocean city this past weekend for the fourth of july holiday and i had a guy down at mackey's um and his name is escaping i want to say it was and it was it was one of the one of the uh i mean it was outstanding i i went and pulled aside his manager at the end and i was like look i've been in this business for a long time i've never had somebody so attentive I went up. Uh, if you ever been to Mackey's, in Ocean City, mm-hmm. they have a waterfront view, right, where you can go down to the beach. And the bar, right bar. down to the bar, and and every night at sunset they play this, uh, they play this um, Frank Sinatra song, and they tell people, hey, they tell how they tell you how much time is left in the sunset every ten minutes. So that if you want to walk down to the water, you can. So my lady and I, we walk down to the water, we're enjoying the sunset, and we come back to the bar. And our bar seats are pressed up against the bar, you know, like flipped over, and just to save our seats. And it was like,
3: mm-hmm. this place is
0: packed. Oh, it's special, it's yeah. Fourth of July weekend. Mm-hmm. This guy didn't have to do this, he had to come around the bar to do it. It's just like that little extra effort. I was like, man, mm-hmm. small
2: things. Yeah.
0: And, and you know there were times yeah. where like we didn't even think he was listening and he was listening so I, you know there's yeah. something see I'm I'm, way, I'm, you know, I'm, how I'm, I'm, I'm more of a
1: cynic I'm more of a everybody <laughs> who's following this pod knows see I'm more of a cynic and I can just tell you about all the bartenders I fucking hate so we won't do that so yeah, go ahead we won't <laughs> alright
0: well look let's wrap it up these are our closing questions we we always uh, we always like to ask uh, these on our way out the door you did a great job tonight Val thank you appreciate we it. cannot tell you how much we appreciate you being on the pod you will be rewarded um
1: uh the the i made what's it th- what's happening what's happening after the camera goes off the, yeah. no the i made I'm it through the, the i made it through the
0: gauntlet t-shirts are coming okay <laughs> and i'm gonna steal all of his drinks off his trays for the next week but um <laughs> no last last couple questions we always like to ask why do you still do this and i think we ask this to the bartenders that have been in for too long but but um you know aka why do you hate yourself like what is it about the service industry that keeps you coming back
2: Well, um, I'm in a tight position situation because we we came to America to test out, see how it goes for for, like for a few months and um, right. Obviously, with uh, COVID hitting, we had to like totally shook uh, up your life. Change change plans because I was were hoping to go back. Well, I was hoping to go back, Um, and I got this job. I just felt so happy with everyone treating me, um, respecting me, um, have a the place worked like a world oiled machine. You know what I mean? It worked everyone so smoothly. Um, I wasn't afraid to ask for help. Um, they gave me... They knew what situation I was in. Um, they gave me as many hours as I wanted because they, they enjoyed my work ethic. Um, but pe- meeting people like you, very outgoing. Um, and I actually enjoy going to work. You can ask my wife. She She's... She knows. She knows. Yeah. She can see it. She you. sees it, yeah. That's why I do those shifts where I probably should be spending more time with her. Probably going to bite me in the butt later. But <laughs> she re- And we've made good money there. So it's like, what, why yeah. wouldn't you want to go there? When yeah. time flies by, on a weekend it flies by. Yeah, like, yeah. that
0: That's the crazy thing about this business. There's a weird sense of romance to it. Yeah. It really I, is. Like, you fall in love.
2: Yeah. And I've seen so many people like I've heard or have gone to bars for f- three or four weeks and then they've quit and I'm like, I just can't see myself quitting at this stage. Not till I have something steady going on. Yeah. But even if I do, I reckon I'll do this you will mess But it. even if I'll have one one or two shifts a week, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's like a family. I, I feel blessed.
0: Yeah. I'm in that situation yeah. now, you know what I mean? Well, I'd love to be there more and I'm only there a, a night a week and it's one of, you know, I can't tell you how many nights, Um, you know me, you and I work Fridays together. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many Fridays I come in where I'm so despondent and just um, completely, completely drained from the week that I've had at mm. work. Where I walk into DOS on a Friday night, and none of that matters. Yeah, and you can just have fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a different sort. You let of your hair down, but you got no hair. So. <laughs>
1: well, and I've, I've thought about this a little bit too. You know, big I told asshole. you at the beginning of this. So I kind of miss bartending now and then. I think one of the big reasons that restaurant gigs are like that is because unlike so many other jobs, like you were constantly throughout the night, uh, interacting with the people you work with, you know, you're constantly, uh, like you said, either people are accidentally taking your drinks or you're needing to, you know, talk to the, uh, you know, the, the, the back of the house and, you know, get stuff done. There's constantly problems that you're all trying to solve together continually to where, it takes a special breed of person to be able to thrive in that environment, yeah. and th- those kind of people that can thrive in that environment tend to be really interesting and enjoyable people to be around. Whereas somebody that you know has a cubicle job, no, 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 hate on that at all. But like, you can work in isolation for your entire eight-hour shift with very minimal interaction with not, anybody else, yeah. and you can get through that. As with a bartending job, you are passing your coworkers and dealing with them. All night long, you're, uh, you know, whatever you do, constantly is affecting your other. If you're taking too long at a fucking computer, you're affecting your coworker behind you. And needs. To put if you're order stealing
0: in, so. coworkers' drinks off their <laughs> drinks, trays, you're exactly. not going to make as much money. But I just, yeah, I think you, it is. Right.
1: It's like it's like it's like a it's like a beehive. You know what I mean? Where you're all yes. constantly working towards the same goal, but you're constantly passing each other and dealing with each other. And if you can thrive <laughs> in that environment, you're gonna you're gonna foster really really good relations. That's oh, That's a great foster. Foster good relationships. Fosters! What do you know? Do you know? Foster's <laughs> that was I didn't even, didn't even mean to do that. Very good, nice. The good
2: thing about this job is, you can agree with me, uh, we don't, <laughs> sure. we don't, you have to agree with me. We don't... So we, we're bartenders, but we also do food, run, serve. Yes. So we, we're doing different things. Like every couple of minutes, we're doing something different. So we're not just making drinks and mm-hmm. working around a bar. We're it's quick. Our it's thing. quick pace. So you look at when Friday night or a Saturday night, You look at the time or check your phone, it's it's two or three hours deep. You're already like, oh wow, where did the time go? Yeah, because we're not we're not just waiting for customers to come to us we're going to yeah ready.
1: well you and you guys work in a, in a great bar with a high volume too like yeah. it's a little different if you work at a bar where you're waiting an hour for a table it can get a little bit more stressful yeah then.
0: sure mm-hmm. it's 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 special man there's you
1: guys you guys also share tips too which is very unique for DOS you know you know that, crazy? That, I think that I think that changes the entire dynamic because you all feel I, I would imagine that would all make you feel like a team all the time well you're not just working for your own Mike tips, I'll you know? tell you
0: I, I've worked this is probably the Fifth or sixth bar that I've worked at where we share tips, and this is the first one where I felt like it was equitable. I mean yeah. that sincerely just because a- if you if you share tips, you got to share every hour. You got to share every hour from the moment you open to the moment you close. That's mm-hmm. the only way to do it the right way. But if you do it that way, you have to you have to um, pray. That the, that the morning people will commit to stocking and commit to setting yeah, up. exactly. You yeah, have to yeah, pray yeah. that the closers will commit to, uh, to stocking and setting up. You have to yeah. have mutual respect across both shifts. And that is, yeah. you know, I was actually talking with somebody earlier this week about windows. These windows that you have at a restaurant where for six months you have a beautiful experience and then it changes. Or for a year you have a beautiful experience and then it changes. A kitchen manager leaves or a general manager Mm -hmm. leaves or new bartenders come in or the clientele changes. It's really hard in this business to find consistency in your work. It really is. Mm -hmm. And when you find a place like DAS where every week, like clockwork, and Val said it's a well-oiled machine. When you find a place like this, you can't let it go. You really can't because... The money's great, the experience is great, the people are great, and it's addictive. There's nothing yeah, like if, it, man.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if if I if find the owners peace, can figure out I find
0: how peace how, in the Friday chaos for me. Yeah, and, know, and, if, and if and if and if the
1: yeah, if the owners can figure out how to make that work, it's just going to be good for everyone—the customers, yeah. the employees, the owners—all all around. It starts.
0: They, it starts with the owners being true blue to this business. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the truth. I mean, the the owners of, of DOS...
2: Oh, it's, it's so approachable. Like you talk to them like a normal person. Like, right. You know, and not jobs to,
0: you've been with people like, oh, I'm too scared to talk to a boss. Or and right, and, right. Not, and not to mention the fact that they they will go out of their ways for their for their employees. I can't tell you how many times I've seen somebody that need the night off, and the owner of the business will come in and work that shift so that person mm-hmm. can go nice. to that wedding that they need well, to go to or how yeah, the, I think that I think that's amazing. a great
1: lead in to- talking about good owners. Val, if you opened a bar, what kind of bar would you like to run?
0: Yeah.
2: Probably an Australian bar. <laughs> well, I <laughs> no, mean, no, what I'm would it be Australian
0: um, themed? Just Aussie, Aussie, Aussie bar? <laughs>
2: yeah, oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Actually, it's uh, a tough one, actually. Can't you put me on the spot. Um, I love food. I love gourmet food, like good food. Um, Dust food is great. Um... But there's <laughs> not pause because I was. A what what what's, you, what's your? What? I like so you I love like, like fine dining. I love finer dining. Yeah. What do you think of food wise? Uh like nice steaks.
0: You uh, want to do like pasta,
2: a like like uh, Oreo's... was it? Grimm? I was the guy. You was have, a grill
0: place. Uh Oreos? so there's a here in Baltimore. Yeah, Oregon's grill. Oregon's grill. Oregon's grill. Yeah. Like, so some, you have the perfect name. You should just open a place called Val's. No. Nah, and it's that no, no, no. corny as heck. Yeah. Well, maybe, 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 maybe to you, but I'm not going to lie. Like, if there was a place in my neighborhood as an American and I just heard Val's and it's like Val's Steakhouse and it's just. Not one. a steakhouse.
2: No, I don't want to do a steakhouse. Oh, okay. I thought you said I want stuck. to bring customers. I want to bring. Because now the world's changing. There's so many vegetarians, so many vegans out exactly. there. I want to. You have, want an eclectic venue. Exactly. Interesting. And I want to, if I had in my restaurant, I would have different seasons. The menus will change. So the regulars, every time they come, they're not getting sick of the same meals.
0: Mm-hmm. So it your
2: would menu change. would change? Change often. seasonal. Yeah. So you'd
0: be real food. You'd like be winter very you have different food types of soup. Yeah. You'd be very yeah. food centric. Obviously, will be very, yeah. But then we'll have good yeah. crafts and good wines.
2: Mm-hmm. This is mine.
0: Uh, uh, I, that's interesting I didn't know that you were that uh, I, I mean I guess that you're very well traveled so that makes sense and you and G like to try new things we so, love traveling yeah that makes sense so do you have any idea of like what you might name a joint like that obviously you're not naming it
2: vowels you no know. Um, I have no clue to me. probably should t- probably should have warned him about this guys <laughs> Okay, I'll probably I'll probably do something it's probably a cliche but something name it uh, what would be called in a different country? Yeah. Maybe like a trans- translate, Yeah, voice, I like right? that. Yeah. Something, Something like.
0: that's maybe personal to your and heritage. Then people be like,
2: Why is it called this? And then people f- Google it and they'll be like, oh, because of this. So no, not many people know. What'd
0: you What'd you say your the name of your town is again?
2: I'm just curious. Uh, Wakery.
0: Wakery. Yeah.
2: Well, what was a, that? The one with town. an A though? No, Adelaide. That's a city. Adelaide. Ad- Adelaide. Yeah. Adel- is Adelaide's a, a great name. name. There's a few names. Few women have got the name Adelaide. Ad- I like yeah, that name Adelaide yeah I
0: might name my daughter Adelaide
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Addy for short Addy, Addy yeah, for Addy. short We're actually thinking of we bought a puppy and we're thinking of naming if it was a th- really we got Addy we're gonna call it Addy for Adelaide
0: if you if, we ended if, up
2: going with Gus can, from Gus Gus
0: can we get Gus Gus on, on the pod that's all what is we want
2: beautiful dog
0: Yes. What What a way to end the pod with another dog <laughs> reference. We've had so many good dog friends in the pod, Val. It's been a fucking blast, man. Thank you for having me. I hope Thank you man. had fun. Yeah, thanks. Great thanks fun. for thanks for
1: joining. Anything us. you want to thanks. tell
0: the people before we go?
2: Uh, come to dust. It's a beautiful bar. Oi, oi, oi! How's he? How's
1: everyone thanks for listening along we really hope you enjoyed the show if you did we release new episodes every week that's right every fucking week big shout out to our friends over at trauma parlor whose song fast one you heard throughout the show go check them out on facebook and spotify and show them some love
0: and if you want to be one of our regulars follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at brp drink along you can listen along on google podcast apple podcast youtube and spotify at the bartender rant podcast please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review because we really need the personal validation.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's really all we're looking for at this point in time. Just make, make me and Steve feel special. That's and maybe
0: all. a rub and tug.
1: <laughs> so if you want to be one of our VIP listeners, please subscribe to the Bartender Ram Podcast on Patreon. VIPs will always have a seat at the bar. Uh, You're going to get access to our bonus content. Uh, We're going to have a chance uh, for you to vote on new episode content. And as always, you're going to receive a 10% discount on all of our uh, wonderful merchandise.
0: And that's important because guess what? The merch store launches this week. We are so excited. So make sure you get that 10% by becoming one of our VIPs. Now, if you want to be one of our big tippers,
1: a.k.a. one of our Bozels, or I guess one of our reasons to ring a bell, in this
0: episode (laughs) feel free to make a donation at paypal onto the bartender rant podcast at gmail.com look mike and i love doing this we love giving you content this is a passion project for us we're gonna keep doing it no matter if you love us or hate us so you know go fuck yourself or
1: honestly if you hate us we might do it even harder
0: (laughs) yeah honest to god just to spite (laughs) you but look
1: we want to bring you great content
0: but this is not our day job It, it has been so difficult the last couple months, keeping up with the content we're trying to deliver you guys. And and we, we just need your help. Look, if you can help us out, we can keep the stories coming. We can interview bartenders coast to coast. We can travel to some of the cool places that you guys live, some of the great bars that you love, and interview the bartenders that you love as well. So let's try to make that happen as a team. All right? And as always, don't just listen along.
1: Drink along. Fuck you. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Ready. We'll do one, two, three, clap, one. right? One, two. One, two, three, one.
0: <laughs> Michael. No, Yo, you're the one who one, didn't clap. Two,
1: three.